Oh, that was good. It had a weird... Man, we really need to retune that guitar. It's been a while. Well, when you used it to club me over the head the other day, it's been Hey, I was then. a big fan of El Cabong as a child. El Cabong. <laughs> hey, everybody. What can I say? Guys, hey, welcome back to fellows. season three of The Lore Dump. <gasps> it's, you know, we took a little bit of a little bit of a break there for a little bit of a... What was it? Four months? Five months? Four months. It was something like that. We took a we took a vacation. Sean took me to Aruba. Uh, it was mm-hmm. really nice. We went to a petting zoo. It was nice. <laughs> We're not going to yeah. explain that any further than. I'm no. sorry, Aruba doesn't get to have petting zoos now. What is this? <laughs> Communist Russia? <laughs> Sean, how how many vacations have you been on? It sounds like you maybe aren't familiar with vacations. Vacations yeah, since we last recorded it, at the very least. Oh, 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 well, yes, it has yeah. been a while. It's good to be back. I missed you. We haven't spoken once. I miss you too. Since the last, I refused. Yeah, I've been dodging your calls. I essentially ghosted Josh. It's so true. Until he was ready to do more Lord. <laughs> I called and I called and I called. I'm a victim here, guys, for sure. Yeah. Uh, All I- those instances <laughs> you see us interact with on Off the Rails or Conundrum Company, pre-recorded, actually. It's actually like a lot of, one of us is live and one of us is recorded every time. Yeah. So we don't have to be and in the same And it's always space. different week to week because I might be able to make Off the Rails. He may be able to make Conundrum Company. And what's really versa, it's really impressive weeks. when we swap it and we yeah. pre-record the DMing and then everyone live plays the game. That's why most of what Salvatore says makes no fucking sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It's good to be back, though. Genuinely. Hell yeah. Uh, So we're we're atypical to Lore Dump. We're going to mix things up a little bit again this season. Isn't that right? Technically, I think we're we're continuing the mix up we ended the last season. <laughs> that's that an makes accurate sense. description. Yes, that's we very didn't true. finish mixing it up from that episode. We're okay, we're carrying tradition forward here. We shook the present, and it sounded like glass. And now we're going to shake it harder. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's going to sound like fixed glass, which is better. That's I crazy. Think, than broken glass. Oh, I used a yeah. bad metaphor, but you saved it. I think I brought it back <laughs> there at the end. <laughs> I love the fact that you were like, it's broken glass. There's nothing we could do to fix this. This is ruined. But we're going to keep shaking. <laughs> we're going to shake it until it's something beautiful like diamond Probably dust. a more accurate reference, yeah. metaphor, simile, homonym. One of those. You said a lot of words to me in consecutive order and my brain isn't here enough. Did to... I really? Ah, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I blacked out. You're not allowed... <laughs> You just got stuck. I went into one of my fugue states where I start reading a vocabulary dictionary in my head. Oh, I love it when you're in a fugue state, though. That's a good You time. know what I love? What? Dungeons and Dragons, Josh. Let's get into that. <laughs> Let's talk about the dingins in the Wait. Okay, well, we have a topic. We have a topic today, which is good. That's we probably a good place to start a podcast and a season. Season three's first topic. Mr. Big Man, you got a topic? You tell me about it then, Big Man. All right, fight me. I, I will fight you with this topic. This topic, oh, sir. God, he's prepare, so ripped. Prepare, prepare, <sighs> prepare he's yourself. mentally ripped. God, for, um, for us talking about what it's like 
streaming a D&D campaign. And the there are some seriously big differences between a regular campaign that you play with your friends. I mean, obviously. And we're going to talk about a few obviously. of those. And we're going to talk about that because that's all Sean and I do most of the time. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we figure maybe we have some insights. Maybe we have some anecdotes. Who freaking knows? But that's the topic today, Sean. All right. Surprise. Well, I'm <laughs> What? You caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> oh, man, I miss this energy. It's very, it's immediately feral and immediately combative, and it's the best kind of energy. We're immediately so playing sorry. mental gymnastics with each other like pros. Mostly uh, you're playing mental gymnastics. I was never good at gymnastics. <laughs> oh, buddy. Right now I'm swinging on those two, uh, two what is it, donuts hanging from the ceiling? So D and D uh, is super fun when you play it in a live stream. All right, All right. <laughs> checkmate. You win that one. <laughs> it doesn't feel great, does it? No, it hurts a lot. <laughs> you can't see an audience, but I'm crying. Oh, bloody! Oh, here, lots I of got, tears. Here's Big a Pixar eyes for you. <laughs> oh, he's so. I just snorted your handkerchief, and it's stuck up there. Anyways, Dungeons and Dragons is a uh, D and D inspired game. Um, <laughs> it's got a lot of the tropes that you usually see in D and D. Um, there have been five editions. Originally, the first one was made by Gary Gygax and some of his weird friends. Since then, his kin have uh, definitely done some shit. Tried their best. One to of them it. was great. The other one was an asshole. Yeah. Oh, that's oh man. That happened since we were gone. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. That whole fucking thing. That happened. thing went down. The whole thing with Paizo went down recently. Did you hear about that? I didn't actually. Let's talk about that. What oh, happened? Oh, Paizo done goofed big time. No, Paizo. Uh, they've terminated a bunch of employees who have gotten up and spoken out against a lot of the like systemic abuse going on in there. Um, a lot of uh, sexual harassment and abuse, a lot of racism, a lot of just straight up abuse of employees. And Paizo's supposed to be the good one. You know what I mean? I quote unquote. Paizo's. Oh. They've always been better about representation. Um, yeah, they. Just, I think they released a whole Pathfinder setting recently that's like all themed around like African culture and shit like that. Yeah, Fuck. they put a lot of work into it. The writers who wrote that incredibly problematic well no i think they were very good but they've been taken advantage of oh jesus yeah so like they, they've brought in people who know these things intimately well and can speak to these things and then use them now i'm not an expert on this this is just what i've read through twitter but there are some pretty serious testimonials um yeah that i kind of dove into and the accusations seem pretty pretty firm so paizo pull it Damn together it, please pizos <laughs> Pathfinder is pretty good. Pizos. Pretty good game. We'd like to see you not. Pathfinder two is better than five E. It's just no one fucking plays the game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, hot takes are over. Today we're here to talk to you about streaming your own campaign and what it might mean. Some of the things we've experienced over the past. Would you say year? I'd say year or a year of streaming campaigns and different one shots and D and D in general. We're actually pushing a, a year and a half, honestly. Shit. If you include really? some of the early stuff I did that was mostly garbage, uh, we're I'm looking at two years. Oh, hush up. Wow. Also, my campaign's looking at a year sometimes. So That's I think so good. Next month? No, November. You're right. Yeah, November 6th. 
God, guys, check out OTR every Friday, 7 do p.m. That. Eastern. What are you, you get out of here. Check we out CC them. more on mm-hmm. Saturday. Don't do it. No. It's Work got more CC content all there. the OTR. We put in OT on CC every weekend. That's overtime. We put an overtime on it. See what I mean there? We I have to edit like half of this out because we just said we're, we're not on topic. Half an hour episode. We're not on topic at all. We're ten minutes so, in and we have talked about it. We gotta we gotta catch up. We gotta do a speed run here. What's it like to run a campaign on stream? It's a nightmare. Ba ba da ba ba da ba Help us, please. We're trapped in. We cannot escape. <laughs> honestly honestly though they're i i love it. obviously we love it right yes because we keep coming but back we have to go with that first do what the the what every person does before they say something bad about something <laughs> i love it it's my favorite thing couldn't live without it love it to death amazing experience that, when sean says things like this he can't help but sound insincere he is genuine <laughs> this is i'm Yes, I am genuine, but also <laughs> one of my, I think my favorite quote of all time was from Game of Thrones. I don't know what it was from, but someone said, uh, my father told me nothing anyone says before the word, but matters. <laughs> and I always loved that quote because it's so true. Cause it's like, Very I love it to death. My favorite thing ever, but, but. it's kind of, no, I do love streaming a campaign. I love the people I get to stream with. I love the campaign I play in the campaign I run. Both fantastic. Mm. Wouldn't trade him for anything. But but it is a lot. It's a lot, guys. And so many people are campaign doing campaign is a commitment. Yeah. More so than marriage, I think, in my in my personal opinion. I'm in a marriage and two streamed campaigns, and I can tell you I'm more committed to the stream. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. Cat, I love you. You're I'm gonna perfect. edit that and send it to your wife. You are perfect, Cat, and I love you so much. Uh, and I am absolutely dedicated to you. Uh, this episode goes out to That's going to be our our Marvel post credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a lot of pros and cons. Let's we can start with the cons and then go out on the pros. That's a that's Yeah, a we should point. we should end on a positive note. Let's go into the the uh, uh, I threw my fork. Let's go into a let's go into the dark side of it for a second. Okay. I I think one of the things is like format has a lot to do with this so i think there's going to be a lot of based on what we do right so like sean and i both run weekly streams and that is a big thing to consider yeah every week yeah a lot of folks like do bi-weekly or monthly and that's a little more sustainable because it doesn't sap the creativity from your from your brain hole we also both made a pretty I'm going to say we both made a pretty stupid decision where both of our campaigns take place on the weekend. <laughs> so we don't even get those for free time. Yep. <laughs> and we so play we, in each other's. <laughs> yeah. And we play in each other's. So both of our Fridays and Saturdays are booked for eternity unless scheduling conflicts occur. Yeah. The only time it doesn't. And, and uh, one thing that you I think is really important is intentionality and consistency. So yes. we treat those those dates as sacred. And, yes. and I think you'll see that with the good streams. If we say we're producing a product weekly, we are producing a product weekly. The only thing that takes it offline is if half the players get gout because some of the folks at Twee only eat meat. Or go to Gen Con. But yeah, the gout thing too. Yeah, is very that's important. a real thing that happened though, for sure. Right, Sean? I'm very close to getting gout. Yes. <laughs> 
Although I would say if I had gout and couldn't walk around, wouldn't stop me from streaming the campaign a lot. <laughs> That's fair. The crippling pain. Uh, anyway, That's true. On, the, <laughs> on that really high note. So like, so like consistency <laughs> is really important. Consistency is important. We've been lucky to maintain that consistency, I think, really well at Twee. But that's yes. a really big struggle for people as well. Yes, most folks everyone don't get paid. Like, no one gets paid. Yeah. What are you talking about? Most people, well, at no Twee, one on I'm our channel at Twee, gets paid. But broader, broader communities get might they get paid. Pay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how we other... pay an exposure here, Josh. I'm kidding. Oh don't ever God. say that. No, don't ever pay anyone an exposure. You're a monster if you do. Yeah. Pay them with money. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the the personalities on the two Twee campaigns are not monetarily compensated. They're people no. who want to play D anD D. Like that's yes. together. We're all friends. <laughs> They're people who would be at this table regardless of if there were cameras there or not. Yeah, they are just people who want to have a good time on Friday, Friday and Saturday nights every week. I like Friday. Uh, Friday and Saturday. <laughs> <sighs> um, but uh. So there's keeping it consistent, and once you're yeah. too keeping it consistent, mm -hmm. that is a lot of time. A lot of time. It's a lot of time. Not only that, but for the DMs, it's a weekly thing. Because I don't know about you, I spend a lot of my weeks thinking about what's going to happen on Friday nights. And not not to a non-existent degree, but to a lesser degree, what's going to happen on my Saturday nights as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly... I sent Sean a thing today that was Friday, mm -hmm. Friday focused, and I clearly I, spent <laughs> way too much time on it. It was very good. As it a was player. very good, and it will be a delightful thing to see happen in the in the episode this Friday. I'm pumped. And it's silly. not only that, but I've had two different conversations with two different players today alone about things going on this Friday, Ooh. and it's Wednesday, so my week's been a little bit shaken up, but in a good way. Well, that's that's you're exactly right. Like, there's always something, and like the thing that I've recently committed to is I make all my maps from scratch now. Yeah. Uh and that is a lot of work. It's a fucking nightmare. I'm trying to concurrently make three cities at the same time. Oh. I have no idea where you fuckers are going to end up. I want to die. <laughs> it's so much time and effort. It's a lot of fucking stuff. So like trying to roll out those assets. Yeah. On a weekly basis, especially like Sean hits the nail on the head. You reach these, there'll be weeks where everything is set out ahead of you and you know exactly where you're going and you're like, okay, I'm good. I can kind of chill a little bit. Just think about NPCs, figure out items, whatever. Yes. Like no biggie. You know, that's a fewer work. Then there are weeks where they you have no idea where they're going. You have possible leads in eight different directions and all those directions need flushing out. Yep. And you try to get ahead of that, right? Like you try mm -hmm. to do some of those things in the quiet weeks, but that doesn't always happen because you don't always know where they're going to go. In the that is correct. I... Specifically, oh, oh, go for no, it. No, 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 you. <clears throat> don't ever give your players the ability to wish for things. It's uh, a bit dangerous, <laughs> as I'm figuring out the more we play. Uh, of course, one of my players, uh, Sloane, who plays the <laughs> fantastic Barney Fairweather, but has the ability to wish. And I've been having to play around that wish being available for the past month and a half. After they teleported an entire building across the map in... 
<sighs> in like the span of a minute and a half, they decided to do that. And I had to adjust a lot of things to that. The whole story changed. <laughs> a lot of it changed pretty heavily, actually. I, it was a very good moment. Wouldn't take it back for anything. But man, man, oh man, oh geez, oh man. Oh <laughs> Did that shit. Get a wrench somewhere in the plan. I mean, that's so valid. To like a lesser degree, you guys in CC are all high level. Mm-hmm. And fuck teleport and fuck hell yeah, and dude! <laughs> your ability hell to go wherever yeah. the hell you want is starting amazing. at level thirteen. No, fourteen. <laughs> starting at level fourteen, exploration no longer happens. Yeah, unless you're inside a building or like some structure or something where you can't fly and teleport and leave at a moment's notice. Yeah, it's, exploration it's, no longer exists. Overland travel is greatly yeah. reduced. Uh, yes for sure <laughs> and like that's great but any season dm has stalling tactics uh and random things thrown into overland travel is definitely a stalling tactic that you can yeah. use and when why do you think the last half of campaign two of critical role took place on a continent where magic doesn't work right yeah it's because they didn't want them teleporting everywhere every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and they wanted them to, to explore the tundra. Engage with the freaking world. Which, yeah. And again, like, I, I don't begrudge the use of teleportation. I think it's really fun. It adds its own complexities and challenges. Yes. It adds the ability, what I've, recently I've been enlightened with, the ability to set up global puzzles, right? Like, yes. you can set a puzzle that spans the continent, and they have the means to bounce around doing that having characters that can essentially be anywhere in the world at once makes them sort of godlike not only to the their ability to assess threats but their ability to interact with the npcs like not every npc has the ability to go across the world in a moment's notice that's a big thing for someone to be able to do even in real life which is insane yeah yeah, it's a, it's a completely, there's a power dynamic shift. There is this, that's come up regularly in, in Conundrum Company already, where people are like, oh, we'll just go over there. And everyone's like, excuse me, what? Huh? Bye. That's a I'm month's done, travel done, away. Nope, I'm done talking now. Bye. <laughs> we leave. You're like, I'm going to pop to the other side of the planet. I'll be back in 24 hours. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's. It's a hop, skip, and a jump away. That's neat. But it definitely adds that challenge, especially when you are doing a weekly session yeah i think that leads into another difficulty which is you are under under a certain level of scrutiny by an audience when you put that's the worst part yeah (laughs) it's it's recorded and people get to comment on it and people get to scrutinize what you do and it's not gonna stop for the most part it'll be positive it'll be people like interested in where the story's going commenting on like cool homebrew things you throw in there or if you do a module, people just interested in how the story and the characters and everything turns out. But there is still the primary component of this, which is the audience. If they're not scrutinizing rulings, which does happen, um, a lot of time from a really positive place, but it's yeah. difficult to reconcile that and focus on what you're doing. And anybody who's DM'd knows that you make snap judgments. Everyone does. They're not always perfect. Yeah. Uh, or you miss a rule. Sean is an encyclopedic genius of I'm rules. I'm a loser. 
and there are still moments you forget things, right? Like it happens. Yeah. So you've got people calling you on that, which is, which is something you have to contend with. But beyond that, there are people who are really invested in your world and they start to look at the logic and the story and the world building and the characterization and they look at if it's consistent and the audience may not even care that much, but you know that they're watching and you start to worry about the fidelity of your own world. Yeah. Especially when your players go back and watch the episode as well. And there's a record there of everything that's yeah. happened. You know what I mean? Like there's this, there's this pressure to, to always be accurate um, when you're streaming. Yes. And to, is, certain DMs will have, who already have problems in probbing will be more reluctant to do it now that there is this sort of record that people can go back and check. Yeah. And I've had it run up against me a few times where I'm like, oh fuck, what did I say there? Damn it. Damn it, I'm screwed here. I can't improv this because everyone remembers everything. Yeah. Or like but, for me, like one of the truths is like an NPC accent changes slightly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that also that's just that's just gonna happen. It's I'm, gonna I happen. can't worry about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you're just like, how the fuck did this character sound? I did not expect them to teleport halfway across the world to talk to them. It's been 34 sessions. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> they remembered his name. I don't even know who they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part. Was it someone you made up on like a joke like two months ago? And they're like, hey, remember that guy? I want to go see him again. We, and we, I didn't we both have prolific note takers in our mm -hmm. parties. And they, the things they pull out. And you're like, prolific note takers. Oh, we have Wikipedia entries about each episode. That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> this isn't just a small thing. By the way, go check out the uh, Twee Wikipedia, the Twiki. Uh, all of our write-ups for most of Conundrum Company and all of Off the Rails up until current are up there. Um, but really good job we do have people who, like, upload those things every week. Yeah. It's a lot of information. It is. It so is. And then I, I, we could talk about this. The, I think these are some big things that we run into. Yes. I, the last thing, the last con I want to talk about, and I touched upon it earlier, is, and this was something, let's be honest about Lore Dump. Early seasons of Lore Dump, right, Sean? We were homebrewing yep. all of this stuff, homebrewing. You were homebrewing your own world. I was homebrewing all the content to go into this Greyhawk setting. We were homebrewing two worlds a week constantly yeah. mm -hmm. you run it doesn't matter how creative you are and i like to think that you and i are both very creative individuals yes you will reach a limit that's one of the reasons that the lore dump format has changed a little bit it is impossible yeah. to contend with that much creation every week constantly you just can't think it's it. insanity it gives me uh, this is going to sound, I already respected the man a great deal, but it gives me more respect for Matt Mercer and the level to which he does it every week. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's insanity to try and do this with the level of fidelity, with the level of scrutiny, with the level of just people staring at you to do this every week. It's, it's a vastly different thing to running a game at home for your friends. Which is usually just a fun time. Yeah. It's just it's just goofing around, you know what I mean? Like yeah. 
And I will say, like, there are, there's, again, there's pros that come to all of it, but it is, it is a distinctly challenging thing. And I think D&D players who don't stream, but consume streams, don't, don't necessarily know how to differentiate. Yes. They're two very different things. Mm-hmm. And then you get into these idiotic, absolutely fucking idiotic arguments about scripting. Don't get me started. I'm on a kick about that right now. Are you talking about how Critical Role is fully scripted and everything that oh, you I will fight? I will fight you, Mr. Chicken Dance, you beautiful bean. Is that in the script too? <laughs> <laughs> I just... Anyone who thinks that shit is scripted is an idiot... Send your angry emails to ask Lordum or Lordum questions. Don't do it. Hey, don't bring me into this. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. There are certain levels of planning that go into these things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Planning is not scripting. Don't be stupid. Those are two different things. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm off my hot take. Well, the most important part, I think, the last thing, the last con I want to talk about is mm. having to write that script every week for your episodes. <laughs> you having to memorize their lines where they're supposed to be at certain points. It gets a little tedious here and there. <laughs> but I usually forget to read the stage directions. <laughs> Brothos enters stage left. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, you're fucking valid. The... <laughs> Uh, that's not valid. What I said is a complete lie and oh, fabrication. Yeah, you, well, that's not valid at all. You as a human are valid. Uh, your point sucks. There we go. I said it. Better. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm just going to turn the page. <laughs> no, maybe. Oh, uh, my God. That's my lines. This whole, all of our fights, <laughs> by you, the Josh, way, all of our fights scripted. Kind scripted. of you to say to me, wow, you really do? Okay. No. I yep. wrote that for Good you. Good writing, Josh. Read the fucking lines, Sean. I'm so happy to be back in Lord of Louder. Oh, my friend. My friend. More passion. <laughs> Why is there a gun? <laughs> Let's get into the good stuff a half an hour in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we were like, hey, this is going to be shorter. <laughs> hey, it's our first episode back. Let's make it long. Pros. This is going to be really funny because we'll immediately struggle to come up with pros. But for well, me. I was going to mention. Go, go ahead. No, no. You, you were talking first and I interrupted you with my thing. For me, it's like a reason to get out of. Why? What were you about to say? D not like a reason to get out of bed in the like mental state perspective. I apologize, but okay. I'm using the okay. term of phrase. I know that sounds horrific. I was like, I have... buddy, are you okay? <laughs> Should we need to talk? Take this off the podcast, show. dude. Help me. Uh, no, um, um, it's a an element of DM motivation is hard, right? Yeah. DM motivation is really hard. Mm-hmm. We could probably do a whole podcast on DM burnout. I, that, we may have already done that, but I'd be willing to do. We could fill another episode with stuff. We totally could. Yeah, this kind of was a little bit. It touched on DM burnout, I think. Yeah. But we could totally extrapolate on this. DM burnout is hard. Streaming is a motivator, especially if you are a performer. And yes, don't get it twisted. Every single person on Twee's shows are performers. They enjoy this to some extent. They're putting themselves out there intentionally. They're TikTokers. Like they may be introverts, but they enjoy theatrics or portions of that. Let's leave names out of this. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) shut up. Uh, (laughs) But that that's a it is a motivator. It's like people a lot. You know how good it feels when your players sit down at the table and they consume it and they adore it and they love it and they're hyped 
Imagine now there's 50 people watching it happen and also consuming and enjoying and taking delight in it. Yes. It's so... This is going to sound egomaniacal. It's not... Here we go. It's not the way... But it's so validating started. to have people enjoy what we do. How is that egomaniacal? I don't know. It feels nice when people like the things I make. Fucking look at this guy with his big head over here. I, I, <laughs> it was nice when my hard work is enjoyed. <laughs> Fucking loser. All right, John. <laughs> no, no. Your point is valid. Put me, I, I, I do appreciate you. the... Uh, the uh, I validate your need for validation. Thank you for validating my validation need. Um. <laughs> Can I tell me to go fuck myself? <laughs> what's, what's your pro? What's your pro? My my one and only pro. Um, we kind of touched of- on it earlier, but we talked about the con. <laughs> the con side of it is that um, all the episodes are recorded, so there is a running record of your show. It also allows you to go back and see what you said or like see how a scene played out, see um, things you may have forgotten about a particular moment, small little details that you could probably pull into something much more meaningful that you didn't intend. I've done that at least once, maybe twice so far in my campaign. Oh yeah. And it's worked out every time. It's beautiful. For the better. Yeah. Yeah. It is being able to like go back and see exactly what a character said about how they felt in the moment, about how an NPC reacted to them. So the next time they meet that person, you can be like, Oh, okay. I know how this person feels about you. One, like a lot of DMS, I think already, like, I've talked, I've spoken with many DMs who don't stream, but they have a table recorder and they record the session yes. or they record it to their local desktop. So they have yeah. that record. And I, I, it's similar to that, to be able to have that point of reference for sure. I would definitely recommend people do that if they don't already. Hmm. Just get a microphone, leave it in the middle of the table, tell no one, like tell everyone it's there and it's not going to be posted anywhere. It's just to listen to it. You can even, you know, post it for them to listen to if they want to listen back to the session maybe i don't know people enjoy that alec did it for our pathfinder game it was offline yeah yeah we just recorded we had it like a whole every session we had a little recording going yeah it was really nice so, we, so we can go back and not have to take notes it's perfect it's really I, helpful it also I don't fucking take notes you can go down memory lane like one of my favorite things is just turning clips on on twitch yeah. For one of our shows and just letting them play through and just yeah. the like little highlights that the audience grabs and you just get to sit there and be like, this was such a good, when Sloan did the whole production of you as Grithax, that was so well done <laughs> and so funny with the like Brothos Grithax, like whole group interaction. Yeah. It was such a funny moment it was really good. and it was well cut together and edited because Sloan's brilliant, but that that sort of thing is really cool too just to kind of piggyback off of what you said there yeah just like being able to save little moments that happen sporadically at the table is always a fun fun way to do that when you know you said you know to turn one of our cons into a pro i will also say another con turned into a pro the scrutiny does motivate me to be better you know what I to mean? To be more accurate, yes. Be more accurate, be more consistent. To be more logical. Yeah. More, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's that's a good thing. It's just also emotionally sometimes a lot. And so there's, like, pros and cons. It's a two-sided coin there. Yeah. It also is, as part of a good side to that whole thing with the audience, there are more eyes on everything you do. And though a lot of the opinions may not be 
great or something you agree with, so there may be a few fights here and there. There are also more people who are like, ooh, this is good, or ooh, this is interesting, or oh, I don't necessarily understand what's happening. So it gives you a better idea of where everyone might be, mm. so you can adjust how you're telling the story and adjust how the information is being displayed and tune in on the things people are enjoying, people aren't enjoying, without you know having to bog down the session with, is everyone having fun? Yeah. Are you like you guys like what I'm doing here? Yeah, like a it's like a feedback in a way. Essentially, right? yeah. yeah, it's instant feedback. Yeah, with yeah. a live chat. Yeah, I. It's also another pro is like, we produce content for our shows and then we showcase yeah. it on the show, but then we can put it out there into the world for people to use. You know, like mm-hmm. maps we've made, or items we've made, or homebrew classes we've made. Like I've got some stuff on D and D Beyond that. I've seen pulled over into a bunch of different campaigns now. Um, I got a map on Incarnate that's being used in a bunch of different places. And I kind of like that too. Like it's a good way to get content that you're making out there. If you're interested in that sort of thing. There you go. Get picked up by Incarnate to work there as a map person. (laughs) One could only dream. (laughs) When in their little like their factory somewhere, they got a little map. Just 800 people building maps with little hammers. Big printing press. That they didn't scan and put online for some reason. I think they're working a printing press. Well, you know, I like your headcanon. I really do. Thanks. The Incarnate Thank Factory in the North Pole. The the in, in the in cartographers. <laughs> that's what they'll call them. That's pretty. That's pretty good. That was thanks. Pretty good. I'm super smart. Yeah, actually, that was, that was I don't know if you noticed. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, good God. Is oh. there another pro? Hmm. you could even think of I'm I'm trying sure big fat blanks mostly it's just pain and suffering <laughs> and there's a few light lights at the end of the tunnel <laughs> can we talk about community we can absolutely talk about community i think that's a huge pro right it's a huge pro yeah because like, you don't have a community in a home game you just have a group chat <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess this is this is not specific to streaming right you make very no it is specific friends, to streaming that's what i'm saying uh, there is a larger community yeah yes and we have become close with people who aren't in our shows through that community like that's yeah. that's absolutely that's pretty neat to people see have well. made fan art of both campaigns which is something that doesn't happen in normal shows <laughs> normal like home games people don't sit there and go hey i made this picture of you tell me about that character the other day, so I thought I'd draw something of them. Sketch it together, unless you get really lucky and have that one artist person in your group, dude. But even then, <laughs> that's that's the that's the the holy grail. The D and D art player, <laughs> yeah, someone who like sketches while they're playing and is like, "Hey, I made you know three sketches of characters you mentioned this episode." It's like, <gasps> my god, yeah, and you eat the paper in front of them because <laughs> you love it so much. I, community is a lot of a lot of the pro is is yeah. is community and so thank you to the folks who watch those shows uh, yes we appreciate you all because and we hope that you continue to enjoy they wouldn't be shows without y'all <laughs> 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 literally <laughs> we would be showing them to no one yeah <laughs> like we can sit here and gripe about being under the eye of of folks but that is we also the point of it. Yeah, it's our fault that we're under the eye of folks. Yeah, yes. and we do it on purpose. So, like again, yeah. you take the good with the bad. On purpose, like a dog. Also, 
again, a con out of the like, like all the time consuming this with like asset creation. Yeah. I'm making, I'm doing asset creation, right? Yeah. Like that's a huge pro. It's a nice creative outlet for me. The whole thing is like, uh, there are times where you feel the burnout way a little bit heavier than others, Mm. but it's not as overbearing it's this weird it's this weird conceit because you can't end the campaign there's this thing about it being a publicly consumed product in a way i know that sounds kind of gross but it is is. being put out there for the public to consume and all of your players are committed to this so you can't necessarily be like wow i'm feeling a little burned out so we're gonna just yeah let's take a few weeks off or Let's send it now. You have to actually work through that and produce something for the next week. And it's like, okay, I just have to buckle down. Yeah. There's no weeks off. There's no, I mean, you can't, either one of us could come in and say, hey guys, I'm really not feeling it this week. Like I'm in a bad space and I need to take a step back. That's obviously something either one of us or any of the players can do at any time. But at the same time, it's not like you're going to do it when you're having just like a, eh, I'm having a bad day. I'll probably take it easy this week and not work on anything. It's like, no, you have something to do at the end of this week and you need to put forth for it. So do that. It's It it takes a lot for us to postpone or remove a show from, from the week. Yes. Yeah. That is not an option for us week to week. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of the time as well also, we don't tend... I don't know that there's ever been an instance where we've been off back to back. So it's, there's never been a, you get a two week break. now. Yeah. Two week break, which ultimately, cause we work nine to five jobs. Yes. Means... We both have full-time jobs and we've also <laughs> figured out a way to pre-record episodes. So we probably won't even be missing those when people have like things to do on the weekend. Yeah. We've started pre-recording stuff to make sure that it still comes out. <laughs> yeah. So not only are we, not fond of taking weeks off we found a way to make sure we don't have to take as many weeks off yeah which is good for putting it out there but it also means we get less frequent breaks kind of yeah episodes come out back to back sooner and then we have a little bit longer before the next one comes out yeah yeah it's 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 an interesting experience i i really enjoyed it but it does take a lot like it's a commitment And I there think, are weeks where it's just like, what did I do? What, what happened? What did I sign up for? How did I get here? Well, and, yeah. I, and I think I'm not here to dissuade people from live streaming their games. Oh, absolutely. In any way I would recommend do it. if you have a group of friends interested in streaming a game. Because you never know. Give it a shot. You're not going to hurt anybody Listen, by doing it. Critical Role didn't want to stream their campaign. Felicia Day had to convince them to do it. So... <laughs> Now look, look at them up. now multi-millionaires all of them that's might not be true but the company is yeah company's doing great i and and i but i think my advice would be if you do do it <laughs> set your expectations is it, <laughs> i just got it was the like joke that you bomb. left out <laughs> Oh my god! It was like fist of the North Star. <laughs> yeah, it hit me you right already in the laughed. Face. <laughs> it took me so long to get there. Um, <laughs> I was so proud of that time lapse. Anyway, bravo, sorry. bravo. Um, 
set your expectations. Yes. If 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 you're not super worried about consistency, if you just want to throw something out there, yeah, do it. Do not expect an audience, though. Yes. I think there's a lot of people who cannot maintain the rigorous schedule that some of the streams do maintain. Yes. And that's fine. Don't be mad at people for not showing up. That's if if I can give one piece of advice in regards to Twee's success, and there are many reasons for it, but one crucial part is that we have maintained consistency for a year and a half, pushing two years. Yes. And that is hard to do, but it pays off. Yeah. It does. It really does. And you don't have to do that. Just set your expectations. You know what I mean? You could be somewhere in the middle. You could not give a shit. Yeah, you could do one stream every month and people show up for it and you guys have a great time and that's great for everyone's schedule. That's totally fine. Yeah. Like every other week, three times a month, whatever is comfortable for the group. You can stream every fucking day. If you guys are happy with it, people will eventually come find that sort of program. Yeah. It'll find its audience. God, we're so big brain and smart, we're Sean. Geniuses. We solve all the world's problems. No more hunger, no more pain, no more addiction. It's all fixed because of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading your script, buddy. I don't know what to tell well, you. <laughs> okay, can we do a retake? I, I wasn't really feeling it. A little more all right, passion. you want me to take it from the top? Yeah. Make it <sighs> no more addiction, no more pain, no more hunger. We fixed That's that. the Sean enthusiasm I'm looking for. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, there it is. I'll do this for the rest of the episode. It's like a, a sloth slowly <laughs> falling off a tree branch. <laughs> <laughs> flash, flash, hundred yard dash. Oh, it, I, I, we've we've done it. So, guys, that's our lore dump episode. We're not doing immediate Q and A stuff. What we are asking folks to do. Is send in your questions, and if we see a good one, we might answer it in the yes. show. But what we are going to do is another lore dump live, uh, yep. hopefully over at twitch.tv slash the welcome in. Of course. Come over there. Ask us your questions in real time. Episode we know it's a lot 10. easier to throw them out there. What's so that, Sean? the Monday after episode nine goes up, I believe, is when we have it scheduled. <laughs> Perfect. So episode 10 will be our live Q&A. So send in our questions so we can get them. If you send them in now, they're at the top of the list, and they'll be answered first. That's all I'm going to say. Perfect. See, look at that. So, still doing questions? Send them to us. We're happy to answer them. Uh, yes. And 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 uh, I've been Josh, aka the Governor, uh, and this is the. I've been a squishy little muffin of love. Why'd you write that? Don't write that for me. I'm Sean. My name's Sean, Mister Shake Dance on social media. I'm not a squishy little muffin of love. That's a you weird thing that you wrote on a piece of, of paper. You're you're the squishy. I can't. Muffin I, this, of love. I can't work with this screenwriter. <laughs> Come now, love muffin. Sing with me. Don't tell me to come. Oh my god! Do you know the squishy man who's made of muffin and filled with cum? <laughs> that was not in the script. <laughs> that was the full script. I just read it out loud. That was our new jingle for the show. <laughs>
squishy muffins have come. <laughs> 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 <laughs>